because we're recording this as an audio show. But listen, Waffle Warriors, we don't break the shame around here. We can't use pancakes and waffles in the chamber. We don't pancakes, we just waffles with waffles. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, Kanisha Fisher, and as always, I am a fluffy hot mess, golden brown, served burnt side down like a pancake. This should be <laughs> recorded. <laughs> the faces that I'm sure that 100% I'm going to make. 100% I should make this a vlog at some point. Just, I actually have to do my hair and no, no. look decent. No, no, I do have my Fix It Jesus shirt on. Which I is, love that. Yeah, and then yours says, like, save black womanhood, which I but need under to that. at some point. What's that say under it? Let me see. <laughs> Let's be real. Savage. Let's hey. be real. <laughs> you better know it. I love it. Well, I am so excited to actually be back to recording. If you haven't tuned in in a while, it's because there hasn't been anything to tune into. Listen, I'll get into that. I'll make sure that you all know about it. Um, but we're going to pass up all that info today because I have somebody here today who just had breakfast with me. We're hanging out, learning a lot about each other, even though we've known each other a good 10, 12 years, I think. At least. Like yeah. With no further ado, I'd like to introduce you to the newly Mrs. Ashley Cooper, give it up. Ba-da, ba-da. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just to let everybody know, you just got um, straight up married. Just went and did the thing. Started your 2020 off right. We ran away. Which is adorable. It was amazing. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of people running away. Yeah, I don't like people. <laughs> and, and be honest about it. Yeah, and so I thought, I really like this person. So we're just going to go and yeah. be together. This makes sense. It was amazing. How long have you, and what, tell me his name again. His name is Armand. Wait a minute. Hold on. A little, little, little flair to it. Yeah, y'all, y'all are new to <laughs> His this name is, is Armand. Awesome. Armand. And I've seen all the pictures. You all are absolutely ridiculously adorable. Thank it's you. It's a favorite. He's cute, I think. He is. He's adorable. And I you like should him. think that because you yeah. married him. That's a Right. Thing. And how long have y'all been together? Yeah, oh, we stumble. And I'll tell you why. Because we were high school sweethearts. Oh. Stop. And that the worst. Stop we were high it. school sweethearts and then lived totally separate lives. And then I want to say for maybe four and a half years before we got married, uh, this second time, four second and a half years together. Married. Yeah. I was going to say, you haven't been married before. No, we haven't. This is adorable. He has not been married before. Well, I mean, yeah. you two yeah. have not yes. been married to each other before. <laughs> yes. Listen, first the worst, second time's the best. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, you're the upgrade. That's what it is. Oh girl. my gosh. Hey, don't get started. We're not going to do Forever. that. Forever. <laughs> well, thank you so much <clears throat> for reigniting the podcast, being one of the first people to respond and being like, hey, I've got a Tuesday open. Let's I'm do so this. open on Tuesdays. So thank you so much for coming in. First, we have to star rate your breakfast, and we do that by pats of butter. Mm. One pat of butter means you actually slid all your food under the table and you're hoping that the dog eats it before I find it. Five pats of butter means that you pretty much plan on moving in sans new husband and just eating whatever it is I cook. So um, let's start off with the fact that I ate no butter. Yeah. Or syrup. I mean, you ate a dry pancake and I feel like I have feelings about it, but you ate it with so much joy. I smashed that dry pancake. It's fine. Along with the bacon and the potatoes. We're going to go ahead and give it five and a half because you made me a ginger mule with it. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) whatever this is. Okay. So Kanisha has a, um, <laughs> I have a drink that I like to make for everybody. It's called the um, Kentucky Mimosa. So if you've been on the show before, you know you had one. If you are a taker of the the adult beverage. And it's basically uh, bourbon, orange juice, a little splash of sweet and sour, and or country time lemonade, depending on what I have on hand, and topped off with ginger ale. 
So I sit it in front of Ashley. She's like, yes. So she loves it. And she says, what did you call this? A ginger mule? Now, mind you, <laughs> being from the restaurant background and understanding drinks, I understood that by ginger mule, she meant ginger ale. And a mule is a type of drink usually served in a copper glass, copper mug. However, all I could see was a redheaded donkey. And I don't even know. It's early. It's not even early. I don't have any excuses, but that's all I had. That's so, what I do to people. It's, it's who you are. Yes. It's who you are. And I'm, I'm, I'm for it. So Ashley has brought some really great topics to the table. I'm definitely ready to hop into the first one because it. it absolutely talks about my life. So the first topic she has decided to discuss is entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. which I, I feel so many ways about just the thought process of entrepreneurship. But her when she wrote it down in her topic of discussion, it says entrepreneurship. Why? How? Why again? <laughs> <laughs> and then 1A says reality versus what people think I do. So I, I'm ready to dive into this and break it down. First of all, tell me all about your journey to entrepreneurship. So I tell people I am a recovering financial advisor. Re okay. Yes. Recovering. <clears throat> As in there was a problem? It's, it takes some time. There are 12 steps and it's a whole deal. Anyway, um, I spent 20 years in finance dealing with people and their money, um, which is very close, very similar to people in their health. Mm -hmm. It is a very personal issue. Um. And for an emotional basket case of a person that I am. We still love you. <laughs> it takes a toll. And so I was sitting around and I said, I don't like this anymore. And I should definitely do something about that. Mm. Which is a huge step. It's enormous. Yeah. Because that's half my life invested. And I was like, I'm going to probably walk away from that. So um, I decided that because I've been schooled so many numerous times, I'm not going back to school for anything. Team no school. Team no school, not again. Uh, cover your ears, children. <laughs> Team go to school till you can't go to school no more. There you go. Um, and I've always loved to cook. My favorite place is in my kitchen, and people are like, mmm, this is delicious. <laughs> Which means a lot that I got five and a half. Man, butter, it does. So, yeah. so um, long story short, it, it wound up being a food truck. Fun. It's so fun. It is. It has to be. It's so fun. Um, the name of the food truck is Peace, Love, and Egg Rolls. We came by the name, and it. The, we came by the name. The gentleman that built the food truck told me that the the name of the truck needed to tell people what they would get when they came to the truck. Okay. And so I said, "Well, peace, love, and an egg roll. That's all I got for you." Yeah. So that's, that's the name of the truck. Yes. Yes. So, um, I will be entering my second year of entrepreneurship. So I am still a newbie. Mm -hmm. I am still on an emotional roller coaster. To say the least. Vivian Green over here. Yeah. Vomiting. Which that song goes hard, by it's the way. bad. Yeah. Um, but I am in love. Yay. My life is flip-flopping amazing. That's, I mean, it sounds like it. It is. Um, <clears throat> but it takes a lot of courage. And it takes a lot of, I think, more than financial support, emotional support. Mm. You've got to know that somebody's with you, that somebody's got your back, and that they believe in you, even if they're just pretending. Well, there's that. It's okay. But as long as they make it look good and you believe them, <laughs> that's what you need. <laughs> as long as they make it look good. That's it. So um, I wound up the 2019 food truck season right before Christmas. Had a great year. That's awesome. And that was your first like full year? or this? We started in April. Okay. So this will be my first full year. I'm going, going out next week. Wow. Because so we got no snow. Reached, yeah, you haven't even reached a full year. You yeah. started in April of 2019. Mm -hmm. 
So April of 2020, which is great because once upon a flash started in April too. It's a great month to start new things. It is a great month. Uh, or any month, honestly. Uh, so you told us the why. You needed to walk away from a job that was, you know, even though it was a career, even though you went to school for it, mm-hmm. it had an emotional toll because you were watching people make decisions about their lives that were sometimes not great. Correct. And I always tell people, if you're going to get into a field, if you're going to get into a job, you need to 100% know that you can do the worst part of it yeah you need 100 if you can look at the worst part of your job and say i can do that then there's a good chance you'll love the rest of it so if you can't do the worst part of it successfully without it bearing down on your soul it might not be the best fit for you right but you have you've done something a little extraordinary because a lot of people don't have the mental fortitude to make such a switch at a mature age is yes, what we'll say. Experienced, if you will. Experienced. Yes. Seasoned, even. Yes. Seasoned. But that is called being a multi-potentialite. So new words. New words. Ding. <laughs> Look it up, kids. So there was a <laughs> TED talk that I heard mm-hmm. a couple of years ago about multi-potentialites. Mm-hmm. And what that means is these are people who are, you know, nurses until they're 45 and then they go to school to be something completely different garden yes just absolutely completely shifts not anything that's related to not anything that's a spinoff it's not like you know when you have the spinoff of like Grey's Anatomy made private practice no it's genuinely Grey's Anatomy and then you start watching the prices right but I totally get why and it's gonna get deep are you ready I'm I'm absolutely I'm gonna tell you why so as a society we ask we'll say 16 17 18 year olds what are you gonna do for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. And now I want you to go to school for four, eight, 12 years, whatever that is. Study that thing that you've decided at 16 or 17 that you want to do for the rest of your flip flop in life. Mm. And then you're going to go into the real world and you're going to try to do it. Whether you still like it or not. Whether you still like it or not. Yeah. Because if you don't still like it, then you failed. Have you though? Well, that's what we tell them. That's what we tell them. So they do it and they do it. And then once you get about, 37 or so something somewhere around somewhere there. around there okay. something hits you in the head and says hey chick you've been doing this for 20 years and you're miserable mm. what are you gonna do for the rest the next 20 years well there's that make a decision so okay but that still leaves you in a very small category still leaves you in a very small category because there's plenty of people who've had the revelation they yes. woke up they've been standing in the mirror brushing their teeth putting on their clothes getting ready to go to the job that they cannot stand yes now you told us the why but the how mm. was your next question mm-hmm. because how did you make the decision what was what was the light bulb moment what was the how to get you different from what other people can do to say i'm gonna walk away from job security 401k mm-hmm. weekly paychecks um fat paychecks too i mean you're dealing with other people's money you better get some money for oh. it <laughs> it's one of those things to where that solidity th- that bottom line of your life mm-hmm. you genuinely dug up the foundation absolutely how did you do that i first had to be sure in my decision i okay, had to, so I how had did to, you do that so i and a lot of people a lot of the things that i did a lot of people do not have um, the freedom to do. Correct. I had a job that gave me extensive flexibility. Mm-hmm. So I sat still for about a week. Ooh. That sounds crazy to you, doesn't it? sounds it? awful because I'm literally a squirrel as a person. So this is why I had to sit still. 
Because if I didn't stop moving, my brain was going to keep going and going. And one idea after another, after another, after another was going to keep pouring in. And I need to figure out what was going to be next. Mm -hmm. I can sit and come up with ideas all all day. But what's the next one? What am I going to do for the next 5, 10, 15 years? So I sat really still. And I thought, what do I love to do outside of my kid, outside of my job, outside of my man? What makes my heart happy? Mm. And I, cooking is what you have. I love to cook. That's dope. Even outside of that, because there's got to be a why on the outside of the cooking, right? right? Why do I love cooking? I love cooking because the happy dance you saw me do. Yeah. You know that food is, it's it's a, it does more than just feed your belly, it feeds your soul. Yes. And that's what you do. And if I can make people feel good, even if it's just for a few bites, mm-hmm. I will do that all day long. Because there's not a lot in the world that makes you feel good. There's not. At least not that's healthy and or responsible. Just saying. Okay. So, well, I, I love this, but we also need to address the fact that there are a lot of people who, A, don't have the flexibility or the security. Yep. B, um, maybe the primary breadwinners for their family. Because my entrepreneur spirit came from the fact that my dad mm-hmm. has always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like, he started so many side hustles. Like, he was side hustling before side hustling was side hustling. Yeah. And I think that's what drove him to do that. But, you know, having a family of four to provide for mm-hmm. kept him in his job. My husband is, you know, he is a hobbyist through and through. He loves to try new things. And I think it is because, you know, and babe, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Um, his job in itself has a mindlessness to it. It is very repetitive. It yes. is very mind numbing. And having something to feel your spirit is different. He can't walk away from that. He could. It would be a humongous life change for us. Right. But the responsibility hats off to the people who have the desire, who have the ideas, and just don't have the opportunity to walk away. Because I know that I did. I think you have to create it though. Yeah. Because there's a thought process. So in in the midst of this, um Armand and I were living together mm-hmm. uh, with my one daughter. Um, but the home and like he kind of came in after it was after established. it was established. Correct. And on the flip side of that, I've been poor before. Hey, ain't that it? I have. Yeah. And I so say that, that is that is a key factor. Yeah. If you've been poor before. Being an entrepreneur is no big deal. I really thought, all right, Ashley, if this doesn't work. We sell the house, we sell the car, we go get us a little two bedroom. You go get you another job. Hey, because you can always get a job. Start over. This is the mindset. So I've said this a billion times. <laughs> now I will say, and you see where see where you come from with me on this one. And uh-huh. I think I may have said this in a previous podcast. It's been a year. Forgive me. Um, but I kind of figured out about myself the fact of stable privilege. I came from a household that from early and often mm-hmm. I was told make the mistakes try again do more there's always been a foundation of function mm-hmm. I didn't come from dysfunction I didn't come from um, you know fearing for the basic necessities even though we were poor I right. knew how to be poor uh, I didn't know how to be dysfunctional destitute so and not even I mean we, we got a little close to destitute but it was a matter of we made things work because there were foundational things in place. We mm-hmm. still had our pillars of who we were, what we wanted, and our drive, and our love of the Lord. So with that, I'm not afraid to be poor again. Right. 
I'm not because I, I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. There, there's a couple things you got to do. Being poor sucks. Don't it get does. it wrong. Being in a poverty <laughs> a poverty lifestyle, no no shade whatsoever to people who are genuinely struggling. It's to it live. sucks. It's awful. But if you've never been there, I can see seeing that 401k and that paycheck and that stability as a lifeline you're not willing to let go of. Right. So that is something that is a huge factor. It is. Is a huge barrier to a lot of people jumping onto the entrepreneurship ship. We've been poor before. Yeah. And I said, well, if it doesn't work, I'll be poor again. It's okay. It's okay. That's life. I'd rather have done it and say, you know what? I did that and I didn't do well, but I did it. Yeah. And now I'm back running somebody else's company because that's what that's what it would be. Facts. So. So the why again? Oh God. Because I then can't. You, then you got to be an entrepreneur. You get I can't stand. Truck. I can't stand until people telling me what to do. Gets on my nerves. Not able to do it. How do you like you telling you what to do? I am the boss. I am the bomb boss. See, because it's like you know, what, Ashley. I think we're tired. I think we need a nap. You know, what, Ashley, gonna take you a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Gone in there. Take you a nap. That's cool. I can't deal with who you are as a person right now. It's real. Take you a nap, girl. Girl, take you a nap. So, okay. And you're in your first, almost your first full year. Yeah. I will say that on the hindsight, because Once Upon a Flash will be 14 Mm -hmm. in August, in April. But uh, I've only been successful for maybe about five of it. Success, Success is relative. I'm well, a num- I've so only I'm a number I consider successful yeah. for about maybe four or five. I'm a numbers person, obviously. Yeah. So if it don't make numbers, it does not make, does sense, make sense to me at all. We were not making a whole bunch of numbers before this. I was this, real all over the place. But this is how I this is how I measured my first year because it's going to take me three years to get completely out of debt for the for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, we went on hundred dollar dates. We did not eat ramen noodles. No mortgage was missed. No lights were cut off. Nothing in our everyday life. Mm. changed that is successful I call that successful I call that successful yeah that's dope I really love it so what is the reality versus what people think you do because okay let me set up the scenario <laughs> Ashley drives a food truck what's that look like to you um well okay so I kind of have been in food advantage. right I've been in food <laughs> you're <laughs> like, like oh god no <laughs> hold on this actually sucks right? but um it to the average person it looks like okay I go to the store I buy the stuff to make these cute little egg rolls. I put up a cute sign, maybe a chalkboard. I pull up downtown on Market Street right as everybody gets off work at 11:30, and people come to my little truck and I give them cute things and business cards, and they remember, oh my gosh, Ashley sells egg rolls. I always want these egg rolls, and then they keep coming back, and then I get rich, and then I quit my job and I go and live in like a an island country. Well, isn't that what it is? Not at all. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's some of that. There is, a, outside of when I completely shut the truck down three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I thought about this business 24 hours a day. Honey, and ain't that it? Incessantly. It's like another child. It is a whole, it is my infant baby. Yeah. Don't hold its neck. <laughs> Support its back. Get it. Come yeah. on now. Don't lay it on its stomach. Don't hurt, don't hit it too hard when you burp in it. Please Be don't. careful. Please don't. <laughs> it is it's my. It's going to vomit on you. It is my, oh my God, I've been vomiting. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, the vomit. You put it in the tub and it poops everywhere. You're like, baby, what are you doing? What was the biggest misstep in like, or, like something that happened? You were like, how did I even do this in your first year? That was awful. Or, or either one. Like if you had a misstep that turned out great, like do you. But a misstep. Shh. Like, did you do something ordering My wise? First. Did you, oh, God. Oh, there it is. There it is. I saw your eyebrows go down. Ooh, buddy. 
What happened? All right, so. <laughs> All right, let me preface this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to preface on. this by saying I have the most amazing family and extended family that there is. Mm-hmm. These people are great to me and to my family, okay? This includes all of Mr. Cooper's family, cousins, da-da-da-da-da-da. The day before I was to go out on my first truck run, a family member lost their job. Oh. And I thought, well, this is perfect timing because I oh, need help okay. on the truck. There you go. This is amazing. And so in my brain, and these are the things that happen to entrepreneurs. We forget who we are in the midst. And, 100%. Oh, my God. So I've decided that even though it's my food truck, I'm going to be in the front in the cashier, and I'm going to let someone else cook my food because anyway. Because you want to be both. <sighs> so yeah, okay. that didn't work also, I didn't, because I was doing so much planning in my head, I did not vocalize enough. Yeah. Things like, hey, these egg rolls are huge. I want you to slice them in half before you serve them. Things like, hey, don't hand egg rolls out the back door. Things like, hey, the grease has got to heat up before we put the thing in there. Because, you know, just things like that. Um, And that day, it was our first day out. We got slammed the moment that we opened the window. Yep. There was a line out the door. Mm-hmm. And probably there's always a line out the door because it's a food truck. No, there's not. I mean, I'm just saying there's a lot. Anyway, probably 45% of those people got frozen egg rolls on the oh. inside. Oh, no. Um, and it was it was not a good showing. Mm, OK, it was not. Mm. And the. The best worst part of that is that I did not learn until after we had gone mm-hmm. as the emails roll in. <sighs> That's a good old fashioned slap to the face. And I thought, oh, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did. It really, it, really, it, really, it really, really, really sucked. Like, there's no other word for it. I mean, there, there are so many instances. My internet went out in the middle of a festival, so I couldn't take payments. Um, we ran out of egg rolls when we were four hours away from home, two hours into an all day festival. Yeah, that's it. The shenanigans are deep and wide. Yeah. But I learned so much. Good job. I did learn so much. Um, and I'd do it again. So what is the reality? What does this look like on a daily basis? What do you do? Golly, I get up at five in the morning. Bum, bum, dun, dun, bum. Guess who didn't get up at five in the morning when she worked at corporate America? You. This girl. Okay. Get up at five in the morning. Because I work out now. Oh, gosh. That's amazing. Every day. Like every? Daily. No. <clears throat> yeah. I um, work out every day. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> when you tell me my trainer was a problem, don't, don't Listen, do that. Trainers are just bullies that we pay. Yes. That's not yeah. okay. Like, we try to stop bullying all the time, and here we are paying them. I am a small bully. I encourage well, most, bullying. Most people of um, a different stature than my own. I'm going to sip this ginger mule real quick, because. Tend to be, um. A little aggressive in their personalities. Is your trainer short? We're not going to talk about this anymore. Okay. that's. Fine. I just want to check because like every trainer that I've tried to have has been of the non-tall variety. I feel personally attacked. I mean, you can feel however you want to feel. Because I might be a trainer in my next life. Anyway. <laughs> you might be a trainer right now. I might. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, I get up at five in the morning. I work out because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. 
um, I get the kid off. No, that's not right. Between 7 and 8.15, I'm probably rolling egg rolls. Mm, I take, already. Already. Crack it on. Take the kid to school. Get the truck ready. Go out. I'm on the street by 10. Where um, are you usually? Downtown out? at offices. Now, keep in mind, 99% of the time, I am by myself now. I'm by myself. So um, get to the place, get everything set up, sit and twiddle my thumbs for about 15 minutes, wait for people to come, and then I'll be dealing egg rolls. Wow. Just out here. Just out here slanging egg rolls. And uh, we're t- I'm typically done at about one because let's be real, I don't like to work long hours. Who does? Not with it. Um, go clean up the truck. I'm typically sitting on my couch by about 2 30 yeah I am exhausted yeah I'm physically exhausted uh, of course you are and then we get to start the mom work gosh that's the worst so I pick up the kid from school <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> awful idea was it to have kids pick up the kid from school uh get some dinner made or bought whatever happens that day uh we now like 7 30 you're collapsing by about 8 o'clock, yeah. I'm collapsing. If I'm not going back to the kitchen to cook more innards for the egg rolls tomorrow. Innards, that's a terrible word. Yeah, um, so sometimes it's a 5 to 11 p.m. day. That's, yeah, that's that's real. And that's I, very real. And I identify with that. Now, mind you, I don't have the every single day ridiculousness that is if I don't work, I don't eat type of deal. Mine is more, you know, scheduling and editing and you know, when I get into a busy season, it is it is relentless the amount of work that needs to be done. Plus, you know, taking care of the the foolery emporium here at Thompson Household, Thompson Fisher Household. So, tell me more about these egg rolls because I like food. Yes, you serve food. I need to know about this food. So, what is like your your specialty? What is your really cool? What is your most people love? What does that look like? I got five egg rolls, y'all. Boom. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Five egg rolls and fries. That's the whole menu, which you won't. So the egg rolls. Do you have like a special? Right yeah, no, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people come and order one of all five. So these egg rolls are not your typical size egg rolls, first of all, mm-hmm. for people that have not been to the truck. These are enormous. These are meal-sized egg rolls. you got five flavors, Philly cheesesteak, chicken Philly, buffalo chicken, macaroni and cheese, and veggie. You have a macaroni and cheese egg roll? I do. It's but delicious. you have a trainer. Okay. I see what you're doing here. Just set yeah. everybody else up for favor <laughs> while you go train. Cool. How often do you eat this macaroni and cheese egg roll? I don't. Never. I don't. So after the months Shit. of taste testing, I, I You can't even eat it. I can't. I'm done. I know they're delicious. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced can't I can't eat anymore. Somebody hands you an egg roll, you're like, okay, listen. I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> I'll just have a cup of water. Right. <laughs> um, but this is this is the other side of entrepreneurships. There are Typically in the summer, there are weeks where, you know, it's it's Monday to Saturday. Mm. And these are long, grueling days. But I might say in September, I'm not going to work this week because I'm tired. And you can do that. And I don't have to call anybody and notify them. I don't have to ask anyone. Yeah. I just sit down. What has been surprising to you about how people act with you being an entrepreneur or dealing with people in your business? Coming out of corporate America and dealing with the public, what have you what have you been saying? That's not been the most surprising thing. My mother has been the most surprising <laughs> thing. Dang, mom. Yeah, mom. Because mom is a go to school, get a job, but and so I didn't tell her until the truck was purchased. You're insane. I am. Did she like beat you? <clears throat> she was like, Oh, you got a little food truck. 
Oh, I hate when people say little. I you said, got a little camera. I said, come see it. Oh. And she's then she like, pulled up like, wait a minute. Oh, you for real? Yeah. She got a little nervous. Yeah. And then she came and saw a serve and she was like, oh, this is, this is real. Yeah. A whole shebang. But now she calls me and says, you unemployed? Listen, lady, don't start with, <laughs> don't start, lady. <laughs> Dang, why you gotta come to my neck like that? That's harsh. Uh, the people, people are people. I've worked with the public before. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is I get to say what's on my mind this time. Hey, that's literally what that's the real. To do. You don't have to come though. to my truck. No, that's there's, fine. There's nothing better than being able to dictate who gets to be your. Client. I don't care. Yeah, don't come back now. You hear? Please you don't. There you go. Well, I'm 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 beyond happy for you Thank because you. I totally understand what the gift of entrepreneurship looks like. I understand what it's like to be able to provide for your family. The gift that is doing something that you love. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely wish everybody had the opportunity to really feel that experience that I know that not everybody does. And I did see a post the other day that when you sent this, um, I thought about it said what happened to just having hobbies? Not everything has to be a side hustle. Say that. Not everything has to be turned into Let's talk about this bass guitar. Not even bass guitar. I just want to play guitar. I've always (laughs) wanted to just play guitar. I can't read music to save my life. I can't either. But I just want to do something. You're playing bass guitar. That's the thing. I'm trying to learn a guitar. I just, you don't have to make money from everything. Sometimes you can just do what you like to do. Give it away. Take the time. Whatever it is. It doesn't have to become your next big thing. I agree with that. But is it about doing something or is it about learning something? I am a perpetual learner. Mm-hmm. And so I will always be learning something. Yeah. And I, I think to, you will too. My brain will yeah. Explode. I will always be soaking in something. And most of the time that something is just for me. Yeah. Just for me to know yeah. and have in my pocket. Maybe whip out at a party. <laughs> Watch this cool parlor trick. Yeah, I understand. Well, and I think that I've I've fallen prey to that a couple of times. I see something that I really like to do, and I really just like the enjoyment of learning it, of trying it, of doing it. I happen to be what might be considered successful at it, mm-hmm. and then I go, well, maybe I should sell. Mm-mm. Don't do it. I've learned I don't have to. Like this dining room table that we are sitting at, I built this bad boy. Well, we built this bad boy. It's sturdy um, AF. Just in case you want to know, like. I will not take 100% credit for this table. Jason Fisher is the only reason why it is standing because I'm one of those people who goes, oh, that's good enough. So yes. know that he is. <laughs> now I have gotten. Why is one leg shorter than the other one? I've gotten. Just rock to the left. Just, just sit on one butt cheek. <laughs> It'll be fine. I've gotten ridiculously better at measurement level. You know, stuff that matters. Yeah. So I am a little bit more confident, but I have no desire to go out here making tables for people. None. Because the time that I, the times that I try to do it, especially for profit, like we did make a table that was for a friend and we gifted it to him. I am an acts of service person. Gifts but are my favorite how long did that thing. take? Not as long as you would think. Yeah? Maybe about two days. That's a lot of days. It's two. It's a lot for someone else. Okay. Yeah. That's, wow. Who's selfish? That's, what? Again, <laughs> acts of service love language. Mm. Okay. If you were giving me the table, I'd She'd love it. She'd be like, two days is great. Yeah, no, Kill it's fine. It. No. You got I'm it. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on. Either way, I wish you all. Of Before you move on, please, please I'm going to pause. Oh. One of the things on. that I wanted to tackle oh. about this entrepreneurship okay. is gosh darn it, memes, 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 if you will, about entrepreneurship. <laughs> please tell me. 
please tell me what you what you've seen on the interwebs on Al Gore's internet mm. that has upset you so. Al Gore's internet makes people think that entrepreneurs don't sleep. Makes well, th- I, I makes, actually don't disclaimer. Just, that's just a, you. Yeah, okay. that's just personal just issue. Sure I sleep lots. Makes people think that entrepreneurs um, are only money hungry, like the memes that are floating around the internet it's webs. Memes. It's just memes. You I like to say memes. memes. I don't. Okay. That are floating around Al Gore's internet webs <laughs> about <laughs> entrepreneurship are trash. They are not true. Mm-mm. People, this is your PSA mm-hmm. for this podcast. The more you know is streaming across the back of the backyard right now. Um, If you are considering entrepreneurship, get off Instagram. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Not only get off Instagram, genuinely study under somebody for a minute. Like a good five seconds. Say that. If you want to do it, that's cool. Don't go to school. I'm in so many photography groups, like online photography groups. I am not the best photographer on the planet. I will say that out loud. No, no. I'd go to her class. First of all, I'm not teaching anybody. <laughs> I have enough that I need to learn. What bothers me the most is people who put up like six pictures and they're like, just did my first session. Oh my gosh. Love it. How much do you think I should charge? Mm. How much would you pay for this? Uh, well, you should pay me for that. But... <laughs> Everybody has, a, everybody has a Twice. starting point. Everybody has a starting point. Do not start trying to make money. Start trying to be good. Start trying to be good. You cooked for years for your friends, for your family, for your daughter, before you realized you had a talent. Right. You went through and you made those egg roll um, ingredient lists and you tried different things and you tasted. You weren't. For months. <laughs> months, literally. <laughs> you were not out here peddling these halfway done right halfway tasted halfway approved egg rolls you had a product that you brought to the public even with your first day being as rough as it was you knew what the quality was supposed to be yes you didn't basically make yourself on the backs of other people having to learn from your mistakes right that's huge so many people don't realize especially in photography no shame to food like food is important it does drop out of your body two hours later (laughs) hopefully hiring a photographer you are hiring someone to preserve something you can't hold on to outside of your own brain. Yes. It, you'll never believe how many people have come to me and said, can you take these pictures? The ones we had of our first daughter are horrible. Can you, can you take these couple pictures for us? Our wedding pictures were atrocious. Can I can't you, imagine that. People, people don't live forever. Your pictures are all that you have. Mm-hmm. So on the flip side, if you're a photographer, don't flippantly take these pictures of people and pretend that they are not some of the most important things that they'll ever have. Learn your craft, and that's for everything. Mm-hmm. Learn your craft, get good at it on, on your own dime, and then bring a product to the public. Please stop halfway doing anything. You don't have to be you don't have to be out here charging people for something you're not good at. I agree. So that's my that's my pet peeve of entrepreneurship. People just jumping out and being like, Hey, I look what I can do. I knit one scarf. I have scarves for sale for forty six dollars. Your neck will be cold. Plus tax and shipping. Tax and shipping. (laughs) All right. Thank you for that. I really I wish you all of the best. You're gonna have to once I post this on the uh, interwebs on Al Gore's internet, we'll make sure that you have the opportunity to post about where your food truck's gonna be. We'll put a link up to the page. 
Um, people go out get some egg rolls. Yes. Do that. Whenever I have an event, like your soul will be happy. I promise. Hey, I like happy soul. Yes. We're gonna have a break real fast moment for official flashback. So this is the part where I ask you, mm-hmm. and again, we've been. We're kind, of, we're kind of those weird parallel living friends. I was thinking about that, yes. Had, I was thinking, like, how did I meet Ashley? And I think you are a product of Bethany. Yes. Because you and her were really cool. I worked Me with her. Me and Kelly were really cool. Which Kelly? I know eight her of Her sister. Oh, Kelly. So yes. you and Kelly were, so Kelly is Bethany's sister. Bethany was one of my managers when I worked at. Bethany um, feeds people. Listen. That's my BFF. Hey, Feed me. feeds people. Oh, my God. Hey. She's a fave. Man. <laughs> uh, we worked together at Bahama Breeze. We worked together at Sunny River. For some reason, she still likes me as a person. Anybody who worked with me, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, really. I don't know how most of y'all dealt with me. But um, Bethany Simpson is a phenomenal caterer. She kills it. Taylor's yes. Catering is her business. Shout out to her. Uh, first of all, her daughter's grown. I don't know how that a happened because Taylor's supposed to be 12. person. And she's like an adult. She's a full-grown person. I'm not, and she's gorgeous. She's ridiculous. Who does this? I don't know. I don't know what happened. She was a baby. And she's now a, she, she was a baby with like this huge head and these big old eyeballs. And big, beautiful eyeballs. And hats on her. And I was like, <laughs> why do you keep doing that? Like, stop. Like, she can't fit them. But she was so cute. And then she just grew up. And then she was four. Then she was eight. Now she's 12. But she's, she's 12. actually like an adult adult. Not prepared. Yes. So Bethany, you were friends with Kelly. Kelly, by default, is friends with Bethany because it's her sister. Yes. Bethany. I don't even know how this happened. Bethany fed me Spanakopita throughout my pregnancy. Oh, gosh. We were convinced that my daughter was going to come out looking like Stewie. Well. Triangle heads. Yeah. Straight triangles. Um, And then I'm sure just by me being in there and osmosis. Yeah. You and I came into contact, and I was like, "Cause you were in the breeze pretty regular." I feel like. no, the Stony. Oh, Stony. The oh, Stony. Yeah, it was at Stony. Because I thought I was bougie, um, and I thought, "Who is this amazing person?" Well, I do my best. Who is she? I do my best. And I think, yeah, just by parallels, because I we, think you and Kelly used to sit at the counter absolutely all the time because we're bosses. This is what happens, and we got fed for free. <laughs> and I that's tend where to you just sit. Collect, I tend to collect friends. <laughs> oh, you want to be my friend? Yes. And then, like, that's where we are. So we've just been parallel living. Yes. For And we're two miles. We live two miles. 2.1. That's really ridiculous. From each other. I know exactly where you live. It's two. literally 2.1 miles from my house. <laughs> I would say I could walk there, but we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> There's too many hills. Yes. And it's like sweat. I'm not going to do that. All right. So the break real fast is an opportunity for you to let <laughs> This could be bad. Um, like, what are some of your favorite moments that you're like this girl's absolutely ridiculous okay um for whatever reason when I'm having a pretty off day you either go to the post office or Ikea oh god it's and while it seems traumatic for you I always get at least 10 cackles From the recap, like for the longest, I was like, what post office is she going to? Because I want to go. Today on my time hop is like official um, post office. It's Thursday day. That's so crazy that you bring that up. Because I'm sitting here thinking, why? How does she know this? No, but that's whenever I'm having an off day. And I think the universe does this for me. They're like, you know what, Kanisha? Today, you need to go to the post office. And then you need to talk about it. (laughs) I think... Those probably 
because it was when I was going to St. Matthew's post office. St. Matthew's post office was, was the problem. So St. Matthew's post office is right there in the same plaza as like world market and the Nike store. Yes, 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 yes. Don't go to that post office. Strangely. There's the ghetto. worst post office on the planet. Like, you do not have to know anything to work at that post office. It's really strange. I saw one of them flirting with someone, but the guy didn't know she was flirting was with him. Sh- oh, okay. It was, she was weird. There's, there was this really weird, like, curly-haired guy who always used to flirt with me. I'd be like, no, you stop. Um, <laughs> we moved over here. Everything got better. Hikes Point Post Office is the stuff. There's, like, four people who work there. One of the ladies. Sweetie name, baby. Uh, everything Sweetie pretty baby. baby. Pretty baby. Pretty Need baby. Some stamps for this pretty baby today. Ma'am. Yes. She is the cutest thing on the planet. She got her hair cut. I love it. So sorry about your little white there, honey. How can I help you? <laughs> whose mom are you? Now, whose grandmom are you? I want to be in your family. She's an auntie. She's, she's somebody's auntie. And I am for her. Yeah, I split between both of those post offices. Oh, gosh. She makes my heart so happy. And then you have Miss Kitty. Her, her name is Kitty. And she wears cat earrings every single day. She's a little white lady, super sweet. Just she stands next to the lady who says oh pretty goodness. baby about everything. And then there's the one older guy, his name's Dan. He's just hilarious. I know Pretty Baby and I know the is her name Connie? Miss Connie. The uh more uh, fair skinned black yes. lady. Yeah, she's super yes. sweet. Yes. So I mean Hikes Point Post Office is genuinely like going to your grandmother's house to mail something. It is. It and is Saint so Matthew's homey. is Saint the Matthews hood. It's a dumpster fire. It's the hood. It's a dumpster fire of postal service. It's not My even question- postal service. So we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw some red lines. Do you know what red lines are? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm going to draw some red lines. The people working in that post office are not ex- not who I expected to be working in that post office. Facts. Absolutely. I walked in like, did I? You're like, hold on. I, I, thought, I thought I was just. I thought I was on Shelbyville Road. Maybe. And if you're not from Kentucky, for like the two people <laughs> out of the state who might listen to this podcast, Kentucky is the fourth most segregated city in the United States of America. Louisville. Uh, Louisville is. Yes. My bad. Louisville is. And it is. It's so prevalent. So we have this thing called, you know, the Ninth Street Divide, mm-hmm. where most of African-American and brown people live past Ninth Street into the West End of Louisville. There's a huge, if you go back and you look at the history, you'll see where there was so much movement of uh, gentrification still to this day on a regular basis. And there's huge pockets of just richness in certain areas and there's huge pockets of poverty that just are overwhelming to the point where the school system and the busing Mm. is really the only thing that saves us from our children having to live that on a daily basis so off that soapbox when you walk into the saint matthew's post office on (laughs) shelbyville road because of me just saying that if you live in louisville you know what you should expect it is not what you expect at all it's the exact opposite so it is like a twilight zone Depending on which particular story you speak of, the one that popped up in Time Hop today was the time where um, baby Kenny was on some medication that is of the narcotic variety, and it has to be mailed from Mm -hmm. our insurance. I'd been trying to track this medicine down for probably a week and a half. Now, if you know my kid and you've ever known him off medicine, you know why I was trying to track this medicine down. So with that, the kid needs his medicine. I need to get the medicine. They say they delivered it. They didn't deliver it. Nobody knows what it is. Matter of fact, we had already moved here, and this post office is like, we don't have it. So I have to call a friend who works for the post office. He looks it up. He says, no, it's definitely a St. Matthews. I'm like, oh, not there. I've just been good at not going in there. <laughs> so I go in. It's cold outside. I got my coat on, got a sweater on. I go in. There's this lady. She's trying to help me. She's she's having the worst day of her life. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't, it's not my fault. You work at the post office. I can't help you. So she's going, I said, hey, this package may be in my name. It may be in my husband's name. He's the insurance carrier. It may even be in my son's name. Right. I'm pretty sure it's in my son's name. My son's like 11 at the time. 
maybe younger than that. He's in elementary school, so he's like 10. So, excuse me, we mess around. <laughs> she goes to the back where I just believe they're back through, they're like playing Sudoku on their phone or something. Um, she goes back, it's like, well, the problem is it's in your son's name. So you have it. Yes, but I need proof of ID. Oh, cool, because I, I brought my proof of ID right yeah. here. She goes, I need proof of his ID. The 11-year-old? The uh, infant he child? Doesn't, he doesn't have proof of ID because he's in, like, language arts. And I don't, he doesn't have a mortgage or, like, <laughs> like a bill that I know of. So, Are you like, sure he doesn't have a mortgage? But I'm his mom. Which Are is you crazy. sure? Last I checked. Are you sure? He might. I'm going to need some proof. Kenny. It is baby Kenny. Proof. So, mm. so I'm like, it's cool. It's cool. I got you. Here's his social security card. Like, I'm his mom. Sign and enough. she goes, this... <laughs> mm. I always had a flashback. Um, this woman looks me in my mouth and says, "Do you have proof that you're his mother?" And disclaimer: the Lord is genuinely working on me in 2020. I've I've made some choices in the past with how I react to things, and even in the last past month, Satan has definitely taken the opportunity to see if he can get me riled up. Okay, and I have. By the goodness of who God is. Has been someone able, been bridling you? It's the, the reins of the Lord <laughs> are constant in my mouth currently. So this is not the case years ago. Right. And the fly off the handle, Kenesha, was she's she's vicious. Um, and I don't know what told me to do it. I don't I don't it's you know, you don't you don't think that you're gonna respond in this way. But I just raised up my jacket and my shirt and I said, I've got stretch marks from 2003 that prove I'm his mother if you need that. And the entire post office was like, do you remember that? What was the show? Um, one of those little kids shows where it's like, Skrr, and it's like, you may have wondered how you got here. So <laughs> when keeping it real goes wrong. Uh, it, apparently, you're not supposed to expose yourself in the post office. I feel like I didn't expose myself, but. She took it as an aggressive thing. And then I made the mistake of saying, I'm going to go out to the car. But no, meant, you were going to pop I the meant, hood on her. That's not what I, don't put, don't, no, that is no, aggressive. All it, these together. It is now. You're going to show her you got a gun and go out and get the other one? Come I, on see, now. I didn't think that. I was just going to go get like more things with his name on it. <laughs> like his mortgage or his light bill. <laughs> Which one? His homework that he left? Yeah. This he is. I he got to be this time, but it's his. Shut up. So. <laughs> As I'm walking back in, like security meets me at the door. Oh, but they've got my medicine, and they're like, "We just need you to sign this." The Please, lady's like nowhere to be seen. They think I'm gonna. I'm, She's in the back crying. She's disheveled. I 100% was a topic for conversation that that evening at her house. Mm. But I just feel like there's certain times where I've tried and I've just been unsuccessful. This was one of those times. So I mean, you gotta take it. You gotta take it with a grain of salt. I did my best. This is the thing. Oh, what is the thing? I think you reacted calmly. Under the circumstances? Yeah. I think you reacted calmly. You probably shouldn't say that. I'm trying to be better. I'm a realist. And I know humans. Okay. I know humans. Humans are really ridiculous. Like, as much as I love them, they're really ridiculous. This is your button. Humans are like, oh, is this it? This this button right here? Is it this one? Do you want me to press it again? Is it? Did it work when I pressed it? Is it this one? Oh, gosh. You pressing the table made me a little sick. So I'm glad that you had that. We are <laughs> This is great. This is great. You're who you are, I'm who I am, and yeah. we should never be in the same room together. This is where I was a lot of friends here. all these years. So we're gonna have a little moment of would you rather. Super rapid fire. 
don't don't panic. Don't make your eyeballs all big. It's just a question. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's just a question. It's, it's a what question. he said. So I've got five. Would you rather's for you? Super quick. You just tell me first thing that comes to mind. Okay. All right. Would you rather lose the ability to read or the ability to speak? Oh, read. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I said oh. that wrong. I said that bass oh. backwards. I would rather lose the ability to speak. That's hard. That's hard. I don't say a lot most time anyway. We are different. We are so different. <laughs> Kanisha was walking around the house just talking. I was just like, hmm. She's like, do you t- who are you talking to? <laughs> just me. <laughs> just me. I listen to me. All right. Would you rather have fur or scales? Oh. Mm. Mm. This is the one that trips you up? It doesn't. Okay. Because there's a lot of ramifications with either, but I'm going to go with fur just since I've got hair and I'm more familiar with that. That's fair. Yeah. I definitely agree. Scales sound... I can't swim, so... Oh. I don't know that the scales would... <laughs> That's really unfortunate. Help me. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> Need you to work on that. Would you rather go to jail for a year or lose a year of your life? Lose, isn't that the same thing? You would think. I'd rather lose the year of my life. I'm going to stay out here. <laughs> Just go and put me in a box. I'm out, I'm out here. Yeah, no. Things happen in jail. I don't want. I'm cute and I'm small. I don't know. They sorry, might not let me have my lipstick. Is small? Yes. Just but. checking. Okay. <laughs> I have Would to have you? special conditioner for my curls. Okay. I, ain't, I ain't got not time. Trying to come out a year later and people are like, "What happened to you, man?" Because it's gonna affect the rest of your life. Whether you get the back. Just gone kill life. me. That's fair. Or no, he's not either gonna die. It's just that you like lose a year at the back end. Yeah, that's fine. You can have it. That's fair. Okay. Um, would you rather every single traffic light be green or never have to stand in line again? Oh, God. Oh, two of them. Oh. 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 <laughs> I hate waiting. Oh, do you? And I love to drive fast. Oh, those are tough. Hey. I think I'll stand in line if I can have every green light because I'm going to fast. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time one of those Fast and Furious movies come out, I always try not to get a ticket for like six months. Because even in even in a Honda Odyssey, oh I'm they like, go, don't they? Oh they go. Listen, last one. Would you rather be a practicing doctor in whatever field you would love, or in medical research for whatever you think you could cure? Research. Mm. People. No. That's right. There we go. And sick people? Oh, God. Even Flu worse. season? Yeah. Oh. Disgusting. I'm going to the lab. <laughs> I'm being in this lab. <laughs> well, Sterile hey, lab. You gotta do what you got to do. Okay, so we're going to move right on to our second topic. Just jump right on in. What did I send for the second topic? The second topic is, what is an adult friend? Mm. This could, are we going to keep this G though, um, right? I mean, we should. Yes. We should keep yes. a G yes. for sure. My thought is, so let me tell you what I thought when you sent this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because first of all, now that you just said, let's keep a G, I have a completely <laughs> different set of thoughts. Oh, Fred Nuggets. Hold on. Hold on. Unprepared. Whoa. Actually, I said it's a family show. Okay, um, so adult like bestie. Yes. That's what, okay. Yes. <laughs> We've if, always got to have I a dark blush, side. If I could blush, I would be blushing. Um, what is an adult friend? So let's talk about the, de- the definition of friend 
especially when you're a kid. Okay. So my kids have friends. They have terrible choices. Yes. Um, not all the time. Like some of their friends have been their friends for a while. Mm-hmm. I think that friends should like you. Um, there's, there's this children's book that I've read to everybody else's babies. Um, and it says in there, I like your happy side. I like your mad side. I like your sleepy side. I like your awake side. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, every time I've read that book to somebody's kid, I've thought like, this is just a real definition of just accepting who you are. Yes. I like your quiet side. I like your loud side. For me to have, for me to have friends, I have always noticed that I have like this weird seven year shelf life for not foundational friends. And I don't have a ton of foundational friends, but after about seven years, there's these natural things that happen. It's not like I go in and I'm like, snip, it's six and a half years, you got to go. There's these natural barriers that just start to happen, especially when the relationship has been severely dependent on my acts of service. Oh. And not reciprocated. That has been, what I have learned, especially in these last few years, Mm -hmm. is that friendships that were developed on my acts of service without genuine reciprocation or at least a desire to because right. I'm not really good at the reciprocate uh, accepting the reciprocation they tend to they tend to tire mm-hmm. of everything else that comes with me just I see. to get the acts of service so I have some really good friends that I've been friends with for a couple of decades now mind you when you when you stop following a cult and you lose you know pretty much 80% of the people you know you kind of hit a start over button right so judging from like 2009 to now mm-hmm those extra three or four years, there's very few people that still stay in that category. Right. So for me, an adult friend is someone who can genuinely be okay with the part of you that they don't like. Kind of like your job. Yes. If you can be okay with the part that you don't like the most, then everything else is okay. So if you, if you don't like the fact that I talk a lot is not going to work. Probably not going to be your friend. Not going to work. Yeah. If you don't like the fact that I'm a smothering fixer, Mm. this is going to be really bad. Yeah. After a while. And if you don't like the fact that I'm not high on the emotional scale, this yeah. is going to get real interesting. Real yeah, quick. I agree. Because I'm going to smother and fix it the first time. And then if you just keep having the same problem, my lack of emotion is going to be pretty hard mm. to deal with. Yeah. So that's usually where I end up. Okay. And then the bad thing is, is once we're not friends, my lack of emotion really is like, well, that's fine too. Yeah, yeah it's I agree with that. I so agree with that. that's for me. An adult friend is someone who goes, she's nuts. Um, she talks way too much. Mm-hmm. I 100% can deal with her in limited doses, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yes. So what is an adult friend, G-rated version, to Mrs. Ashley Cooper? An adult friend to me is someone very similar to you, but who knows all the parts of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and for someone who's a relatively private person, that's going to take you a long time. And you're probably going to meet about six different versions, totally different. And you've got to, you got to be able to deal with all of them. You got to roll with it. The fun part is when I've dealt with, and we're going to call them acquaintances. I'm very, very funny with the word friend. Mm -hmm. So I'll call them acquaintances is once you are in a situation with an acquaintance and they see that Ashley, that maybe is not their favorite. Mm. What happens next? How do you deal with that? I don't. No, I'm, how do they deal how with that? How do they deal with yeah. it? That's always interesting to me. Because sometimes there's a conversation, well, maybe you shouldn't have, or maybe next time you'll, or, and I'm like, well, you, you're very, you're more than welcome to say those things, but probably I'm going to be the same way. Mm. 
Probably. So, so here's a question for you. Does a real friend in saying that in the right way cause you to at least at least have some introspective look at yourself and go, hmm, maybe I should look at that. Absolutely. I feel like the give and take of that is yeah. also really important to friendships in any type of relationship. Yes. Um, self-reflection is, is key. And I think even if it's, for me, even if it's a person that doesn't know me, if they say something critical, there's a, there's a part of me that's going to do a little bit of soul search and say, was yeah. that There's always right? 10% truth to any life. Right. Was yeah. that true? Let me, let me dig a little bit and see if, if they meant something. Of course. Um, but I, I think when I say that it's because parts of my personality are so vastly different mm. is that you may love the Ashley that comes to work and cuts up with you at work, the corporate Ashley, the Caucasus Ashley, if you will, <laughs> dead ass. Um, <laughs> but you might not like the hood Ashley. You might not like safe home. black womanhood You Ashley. might not like her. Mm. Hey, that's real. That's real. That's real. But the reality is I'm both of those people. And yeah. if you can't take both of me, you don't get any of me. So how we, we have friends that we've had. Forever. I noticed that every change of life, you know, whenever you came from being like a single woman to mm-hmm. being a married woman, when you go, go from being, you know, just a person to a mom, yep. um, a businesswoman, what has your friendships look like in being an entrepreneur? They've, they're constantly evolving. Mm. Um, has anything shocked you? I don't think anything shocked you. Uh, yeah. These, the unwavering support from people I'd known for a few months. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The insane, like, Ashley, you got this. I know you. And I'm like, you don't even know me, but okay. <laughs> but I, I believe, like, I believe too. <laughs> that? Yeah. Is, and then when it just kind of sticks, yeah. when it doesn't fall off, and they're like, you're still doing this. I knew. And I was like, you were serious, huh? That shocks me. Where did you find those types of friendships? Like, where did that networking, come? networking, networking, just um, engaging in conversation? Have you How found are that you? Most what are you doing? Are most of them also entrepreneurs? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but I've also met some that still work in corporate America, and they're like, "Do that." Well, they're 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 um, keep doing that. They're what do they call it? Closet entrepreneurs, aren't they? They they want to support they? you, living vicariously through me. They are. <laughs> and so, how do you make an adult friend? Like I see, that's so that's, that's the part. Huge. That's huge. These mom groups, people uh, are like, I just really would like um, somebody to hang out with. I don't want to be weird. Can we like do stuff together if you don't mind? And you're like, wait, what are you, are you asking me out on a date? But technically, it's it's what it is. See, I'm not good at that. That's fair. I'm not. I never have been. Um, I can strike up strike up a conversation with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. But you consider yourself an introvert. I'm a total introvert. I've been paid to be an extrovert for 20 years. So I've. I'm a 94% extrovert. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I don't like your response. (laughs) I don't like it at all. That's fine. But yeah, so I can, you know, carry in the conversation and we can chit chat. But it's after that. Like, am I going to hear from you? Are you going to call me? Mm -hmm. Am I going to call you? Are you going to talk on the phone, friend? I'm not. Don't call me. (laughs) I apologize for the F bomb. Don't. Jason hit that bleep right there. (laughs) Listen. No, so you don't like time. Don't about. call me. That is okay. Just so we're in the same me. age range, though. You're in the, we're in the same age range. So you're trying to tell me back in like 1994, I would talk to you all day. I spent five years of my life with a job when I was on the phone eight hours a day. That's Do crazy. not call me. I struggle on Sundays to call my mom. <sighs> I don't want to talk on the phone. My friend will call me and say, "I'm sorry, I called you, but listen," because <laughs> she knows. Listen. <laughs> 
you know I'm mad at you right now. But but do you think do you, <laughs> do you think that that is just because modern technology has made that an option? Absolutely. For an, to give an introvert the ability not to talk and still communicate so all day long. I'm I'm gonna have somebody on this show and <laughs> all I think day. I, my my friend Tara has already said that she wants the introvert conversation. It's amazing. I find you all intriguing. Yes, because there are things that I could not live without. That you all are like, I would die if I had to do that. Yeah. And so with her and I, I won't even spoil her episode, but like her and I have talked pretty much every single day. And she's like, I don't talk to people on the phone yeah. except for you. Mm-mm. I'm like, because I really like to have discussions and debates. And she's like, why? <laughs> All the time. She sent me a post that said there was a like a, a headline that said, introverts learn how to be outgoing and blah 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 she's like nobody's ever had a headline that said extroverts learn how to shut your mouth and sit still every once in a while i said i would be thoroughly offended guess who grew up with an extrovert mother that would be you oh was it rough so is your daughter an introvert she is a how do you you be everything she's an ambivert she she's whoever she needs to be it's (sighs) amazing because i'll tell her listen we've talked enough oh (laughs) That's my, enough. One of my really good friends, I told her, <laughs> I, I ended up having to go to the emergency room with her one night. And she was talking and talking. And then all of a sudden, I watched her physically turn off. And we're done. She said, and, and she held her phone. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's real life. I just watched you hit the. It's real life. Because we're. You're done. It's it. So I'm married to an introvert. Yes. How do you love it? I don't. <laughs> First of all, shout out to Jason Fisher. Isn't Real it? talk. Yeah, because he talk. deals with it. <laughs> Kudos to Jason Fisher. The first couple of months we were together, you could just see in his face that he was like, I I don't think I knew what I was signing up for. <laughs> but he was a really good listener. And that yes. Helped. And he would listen all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it I think it caught up to him about maybe three or four years into our marriage where he looked at me and he's just like, do you, do you really just keep going? (laughs) (laughs) I resemble that statement. She's been going for four years. Good God. And then I threw like three of the most ridiculous, confident, extroverted children in his life. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, "Uh, it's all of you all the time. Does he have a quiet room? He does. He, Good. It's our bedroom. Good. And he just, he, he introverts. But I remember him coming to my house when, I, when we were dating. <laughs> and he walked, he's like, why are there always random people here? He's like, no. Always like random white children. Absolutely here not. With no parents. No. Like, I collect people. Yeah, I like, don't. Like Tamagotchi Patch. Like, they're just, they, be, they belong to me. And I love no. them. And that's why I have people over to my house to eat pancakes. And I, I just, don't. it's fine. And that's great. And I'm glad that you invited me. And Wait, this is what would happen if I invited you, you. Yeah. This is, see, I would invite you next week for the week after, right? Because you got to have some time. Oh, to prepare. And the day, the morning of, I'd wake up and be like, fuck. <laughs> Even though you invited me, you really want me to be there? And That's, if y'all could see my face. Just like, ugh. My God. Oh, sh- She's going to just, yeah. And it has nothing to do with you personally. No. Love you. I've learned this. It's just the act of the extroversion because we've got to interact with you we can't just sit and be like i mean you could because i'm still gonna do this but but it's not as fun it's not as fun at all and so we've got to get it up 
to get it on. Ooh, and sometimes we ain't got Viagra. Well, there's that. And there's Friendship that. Friendship Viagra is what you need to take <laughs> to be with Kamisha. If Kamisha talks for more than four hours, please seek medical attention. <laughs> because she will. So, yeah. But, I mean, my friends have got to learn. Just because I don't answer the phone doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah. It just means I don't want to talk right now. Yeah. And us extroverts, we really have to get past that. I yeah. think that everybody needs to take, as corny as some people think they are, those personality tests really help me to understand like who I am to people, how people, um, how people take me in. Mm-hmm. And the best one, and I'll put this in the um, the comment section, um, the Richard Step Dope test taught me a lot. So nobody's, it's, it's not, you're not like taken. Yeah. On. I look confused. So dope is D-O-P-E, dove, owl, peacock, eagle. Breaks you down into four birds. Okay. And when you think about those four birds, again, may have talked about this before. It's been a year. Please forgive me. Um, when you think about those four birds and the different personalities that they have, what the other personality tests, like Myers-Briggs, I'm an ENTP, which makes me a debater. Facts. Um <laughs> I don't remember what I am on the Enneagram. I've taken it numerous times. The Enneagram and I don't get along really well. I'm going to have to take it again because everybody wants to know. Mm-hmm. Um, love language, I'm acts of service, then physical touch, quality time. Words of affirmation is super low. Gifts is a zero. Um, but what the dope test showed me was not only how I am, mm-hmm. but how I treat other people. Really? Yes. It was very eye-opening because I discount very easily people who are not like me as nice as I am as discerning I think don't we all as humans right but when you discount people because you don't think they're right that's a little different like as a peacock because that's what I am I'm a peacock through and through um I sometimes forget that just because you don't hear it my way or see it my way doesn't necessarily make you automatically wrong it just makes it makes the fact that you think about it differently Mm-hmm. I'm not good at then taking in your side because you're not keeping pace with me. Ah. So being married to a dove, I value Jason Fisher a lot. Mm-hmm. But if he's not willing to keep pace with me, if he's not willing to debate it with me, then obviously it feels more like he gave up. So that means I was correct. And I, I will devalue his opinion, especially if he's not willing to debate it and right. stand up for it, which makes me really dangerous because what happens is people stop really wanting to give their opinion and they just go, well, it's whatever you want. Well, that too. And I'm, there are some things I'm just not going to debate you on. Like as a, that as a sentence yeah. makes zero sense to me. I'm as not doing person. it because I know what I believe. I know what I think to be true. I will debate as, shit I don't care about. As do you. And, but, but from my perspective, it's not my job to convince you either. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't care that you know, or I know what I know. And I know what I know to be true. And I don't have to convince you. I'm, re- I'm reading a book. This is going to get deep. Oh, gosh. Called White Fragility. Have you read it? I haven't, but that sentence alone makes so many sphincters. Honey, up. my booty hole has been <laughs> in so many knots. Wait a minute, your booty hole? My booty hole. You ain't even white. Oh, 26%. Thank you, Ancestry.com. Um, That's a whole nother. percent in the book, What Do White, uh, uh, sh- white People Like? Which is a hilarious book that rates you at the end. It's like stuff white people like. And it's like um, New Balance shoes. Yes. Arguing with their parents. Sometimes. Going overseas. Yes. Uh, on mission trips. Um, it's, it's hilarious. Uh-huh. It's a hilarious book. I'm like 27.14% white. But that book, along with others, is helping me to realize outside perspective just as a whole. Mm. 
And what it helps me realize is that I can't make you have my perspective. Because um, it's mine. I probably can. You can't. I can't. I think I can. You think you can, but and you've not for it. lived my life. <laughs> so take all this and wrap it into your friendships. Like, what do you value in an adult friend? In an adult friend, I value, um, I think, time respect most of all. Mm-hmm. Understanding that we all have lives to live. Huge, messy, crazy lives. And that... Um, the the rea- the real chances are I probably can't drop it for you. Facts. That's facts. I love you, but I, I got a lot going on and I'll call you when I'm done or I'll text you. I'm not going to call you. Yeah. You know, um, understanding that I think is the huge part. And then just being supportive. Judge me at your house, not in my face. Because mm. judging occurs. Yeah. Either way. Judge me with your boo or judge me there. But if I'm vulnerable enough to share something with you or to be in a safe space with you, don't judge me in that moment. Mm. Those are the things I think that are most important. What is the most memorable act of friendship, friendship that's ever happened for you? Like what stands out that says this person did this because they were genuinely my friend? Oh, my friend came up for a weekend to work on the truck. She lives three hours away. She has three children, always doing band competitions, cheerleader comp. Like, there's always something going on. She had one free weekend. And she gave it to And me. she came up here, too, and we worked. This was not a vacation. <laughs> we worked, and I thought, this is, this is dope. This is dope. If you had the time, what would you love to do with one of your adult friends? Take them on a vacation. Ooh. Like, you, just come. Just go. Just come with me. Are you going to talk while you're on vacation? Some. Oh. Not a lot. I've got books. What? Take your books. Okay. I'm Duh-duh. My bad. My bad. I forget. I forget sometimes. If you're my friend, you come and you go sit over there. So we really didn't discuss <laughs> like how to make adult friends. Maybe there should no. be like a Christian mingle, but like for a friendship. I, I mean, just like walk up and say, hi, friends. I'm Ashley. If no, they're nice. You know good and well people aren't going to do that. To str- um, no. I you're will. not going to do that. I, sometimes I do. You do because you you have had to be an extrovert with being an entrepreneur. If you're not, if you're an introvert, you're sitting here like, eat my egg rolls. <laughs> no, you can't have some of my egg rolls. And you eat the egg rolls going. Don't do ever. <laughs> like Oscar the Grouch of egg rolls. That doesn't work. Who does that? <laughs> you can't be Eeyore of egg rolls. How do you make it? I don't know how. I don't know the answer. But I think I think the point of, and we touched on it earlier. I think the point of the topic was that an adult friend is so much different than friends when we were in high school or even in our 20s. Mm. And a, a friend today means just, I think, I'm not sure, which is why I put it on the yeah, podcast what is an question. Adult what is it? So let's, what we'll do is we'll leave that open in the comments. What is an adult friend to you? Like mm-hmm. as an adult in the, in the craziness of our lives and the fact that we've got kids or, or we don't have kids and we've got work and you've got parents that you have to take care of and you've got, you know, responsibilities and you need an oil change and you've got to go to like physical therapy because your knee's bad. Like we, we have a different set of self needs. Yes. How do you address that with friendship and how important is it to have adult friends? It's huge. <laughs> Baby Donald Trump hands. Huge. Huge. Okay. So how many adult friends 
do you think you have? Like genuine adult friends. Like three or like, four. It's like we're cool. We're like cool. three or four. I got a lot of people I'm cool with. Three yeah. or four. Seriously. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. I would say I I like right at I can I have one hand. Yeah. My husband definitely is one of them. I didn't even count him five. Wow. In a trash. Armand the, the I'm so views, sorry. But you my best friend. Newest, like I just Cooper. I just love you. Do not reflect the fact that I um, <laughs> do not agree with that. I just got married. Sure so. really oh God, that. no. You just, how did you fail your first test as a wife? We ain't even 30 days in. Yeah, you ain't 30 days in. Brother, <laughs> hold on, what's today? It's the 14th. He's already not in the best friend category. Man. I'm like, you got some work so to sorry. do, my brother. <laughs> work. Listen, I will tell you right now, if you have not done it, my advice to you as a wife mm-hmm. is to take the five love languages test. I've read the book, so I will take the test. Do I will. It, yes. It will change how you love your husband. Okay. Because... You, you you can love him your way all day. Yeah. I do try to love him his way, though. That's important. Yeah. But you got to know what it is. Because I'm like, I like to touch. Hey. Yeah. It's because y'all just come Just come <laughs> sit beside me. Give it, give it a minute. Because then you'll be like, I swear if you touch me. Again, no, just come sit beside I'm me. Don't say things. Just Don't, sit there. What? Just sit. Okay. Yep. So Jason and I are opposite ends of the spectrum. He is um, physical touch. I'm acts of service. So my acts of service is a natural override in the fact that I like to love everybody however they like to be loved. And what I love about the fact, probably in the last year um, to two years, my husband has made a genuine effort to love me the best way that he can in my love language. And it is, it's almost like watching, like, you know how they have the baby giraffe and like you start, you start watching it walk and you're just like, look at that giraffe just walking, (laughs) doing the best he can. And but then all of a sudden, it's it like amazing. starts galloping. You're like, bruh, you just born three hours ago. It's so dope. He has definitely taken huge strides yes. and done such a great job in just trying to love me the way that he knows I see love. And it, it is some days you can tell he's like, I don't even want to do it. Isn't that the best, though? It is. I think that's my favorite time. Yeah, is when you see them do something. That is, so you might be, you might be physical touch slash acts of service. Might be pretty hot. Yeah. So it's huge. I'm going to work on that. We should have just done love. Yeah. That's way too broad. That's I way love broad. love though. You love do. is that's hot. Adorable. You said you love bacon and you love love, which is. Yeah. Amazing. But I like that bacon was first. I do um, like bacon first. I love bacon. I love love. I have more than enough schooling and I'm still looking to learn. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That's real. But I love that bacon was first. I do enjoy the bacon most. Well, there's that. All right, Armand. Mm-hmm. So you're up against bacon he knows. and all of friendships. So there's that. Okay. He gives, I, he gives me his bacon. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Back to G-rated. So <laughs> adult friends. What is an adult friend? What does that mean to you? How do you make adult friends? What would be amazing? Like, is there an app that we should have for adult friends? Or you put in what you like and it's like swipe right if you want to like hang out. I still think they're going to be weird. I'm weird anyway. Nah, not the nah. No. You're cool, weird though. But you almost there's said, a different. No, there's always weirdos. Yeah, but like I, uh, I'm a I didn't real... invite you in. That's good. Yeah, I'm not an axe murderer. I wouldn't say things, but I'd invite you in. Cool, come on in, sit down. We could probably be friends. We should have. That's what should we call. Let's go. Come on in. That would, come on in. That would be the app. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> like and you, it's like a little door, and you get oh! all the information on the door, and you're like, oh, come on in, and it opens, and it's like. It would be so cute. I think we've just come up with a multi-billionaire idea. at me, web developers. We're going to make a friendship app. Okay. Last but not least, we're going to do this breakfast breakdown. Quick yep. questions about you. And then we get to head on out of here. Okay. So, are you a, you could live with no AC or you could live with no heat? Listen, I'm about sick of this. 
These are things that are core to my being. Which is why it's important. Bleep this, Jason. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jason, bleep. What is it? No AC I, or no heat. So can you No heat. Uh, no, no, no. I always say it bass backwards. I could live with no AC because I could just be naked. That's fine. But, oh, yeah. I mean, you do have a trainer. So I would be naked anyway. Hey. Yes. Same. Same. It's hot. I, I cannot deal with being cold. And that, see, this is, this is why it's a struggle for me because all winter, my hands and feet are always cold. Like it, they just stay that way. My hands can be fine. If my feet are cold, I'm miserable. Like I'm, I'm miserable, so miserable all winter. Uh, my feet are cold right now. pad. I sweat to death. No. You die. So we have one that has like. Just the feet. It's, it's six <gasps> different sections. Just my feet. So like Jason's side, my side, just your feet, just your middle, just your, all of them. You can adjust them. Like <gasps> right now ours are set. Both of ours are one for the head one for the middle and two for the feet for both of us. And so, you know, if I know that I'm going to get, I'm super cold, I just hit mine a couple and it bumps it all up oh, and then wow. you turn it off. It's saves my I life. I think I just had a bedgasm. <laughs> I'm so excited. I asked Jason for one of these for years and he was like, you're a radiator. No. Well, yeah. Like, please. So he gets it this year and this is the year that Jason like completely flipped and now he's like, I'm freezing. I'm like, what is happening? Is he turning old? I think so. Oh, it's fine. I'll still love him. All right. So, are you more fall or more spring? Absolutely spring, all day long. Yeah. Fall da, 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 spring things are blooming. There are flowers. Summer's next. Oh, you're so like happy, but at the same time, like miserable. Goth. Mm. Like it's real. Like you could it's play, all very genuine. You could play like the evil like wicked witch in a movie but you could also be like this snarky disney princess mm -hmm. you're connected. welcome to ashley I like, I like it a lot <laughs> your name's ashley isn't it the whitest it's shit i'm sorry <laughs> it's just the cutest thing so i have a cousin no joke so my cousin her, her, she's the oldest i'm the oldest my name is kenesha my dad's name is kenneth her name is rakesha her dad's name is rick neither of our mothers deserve any credit obviously for being creative um her name is rakesha my name is kenesha no joke her sister's name is ashley nicole what like I look at my aunt all the time like what what happened did you just get did you just give up so fun fact about my name oh gosh that's yep great. all these fun facts my mother wanted to name me something creative um my favorite aunt her name is Carolyn Sue said no no I got this mm. And so she named me Ashley Renee, which is amazing because at the top of, of you. resumes. Yeah. And then when you sound like this, yeah. and they're like, can I speak with Ashley? You're like, this is she. <laughs> what can I help you with? They think you're going to be have so blonde. No flipping idea. Gone. And then they walk in, they're like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> we messed up. Damn. We have made an error. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can we get the white one? <laughs> Where's the white one? We didn't know that she was of the Negro variety. Listen, even with Kanisha, I have foiled a few. I have foiled a few. Yes. I'd be like, um, was there another Kanisha? No, no, it's me. It's definitely it's me. Definitely me. Thanks, though. Because <laughs> oh. you've got to do the face with <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, friends. My friend LJ says I have an NPR voice. He's like, you started the, started the podcast. Mm -hmm. I just sit there waiting to listen and, learn, and learn, learn stuff. All right. So are you more shower or bath? Showered. Baths are nasty. You people with water aversions are so weird. No, it's not even about water aversions. It's a, mm -mm. like you can't swim either. Pools I don't even like the way you said that. <laughs> it was disrespectful. I can't swim either. Pools are just large bathtubs. 
Next question. Okay. Uh, so the side part of that, are you more a steam room or sauna? Neither, because it's still. What's the difference? So saunas are the dry heat, where steam is like steam. I don't care. It's hot. Oh, okay. I'll just go in there. It's nice. Steam freaks me out, but I think it's claustrophobia, and I don't like breathing recycled air. Okay. Next question. Um, <laughs> would you rather drive an SUV or a minivan? SUV all day. I miss my mama Jeep. Listen, swagger wagon for life. No. Too many doors. What do you mean? And too then many doors? The same I just, doors. but still, I feel like it's too many. Maybe because it slides. Is that what it is? Is that what does it to me? I don't know. I can't. Oh. I'm okay. That's Give me you a Jeep. Kid. That's what it is. Well, I've got three total, yeah. but they're teenagers, so they don't like me. So it's okay. That's fair. Yeah. They're not supposed to. Hate me. That's good. It's really good. That means you're doing something right. Yeah. All right. Um, if you could get rid of one ailment or quirk about yourself, what would it be? And mm. I don't have any ailments, do I? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I asked the question. Quirks, idiosyncrasies, personality issues. Uh, if you could get rid of one, what would it be? Uh, <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> there is one day during the PMS cycle. Mm. I call it the sky is falling day. Oh, no. Yes. This is awful. This is tragic. Ugh. So let's say there are 31 days, 30 days out of the month. You're a nice person on time. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I got it under control. If I don't have it under control, I'll get it under control. Yeah. I'm not pressed about it. One day. On this day, I wake up in tears. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I can't because there's too much and nobody helps. And I'm the only. Never call me on this day. I don't call anybody on this. It's awful. But as an adult, I've learned to realize what it is Mm -hmm. and it's not real. Yeah. It's, it's all made up in your head. It's completely hormonal. Okay. They've gone batshit crazy in my head. Yeah. Bouncing against the walls. Yeah. And I'm reaping the benefits. I would totally get rid of that entire day. Yeah, just scratch it. Doesn't it sound awful? I mean, technically, it's only 12 days out of the year. Imagine it being inside you. Nope. No. I don't do well with emotional situations. So. It's a lot. And they're just all running around rampant. Nope. Nope. I don't want that. I think you should get rid of that. You can't, but I'm going to love you through it. Yeah, that's the only thing wrong with me. <laughs> On this season of Lies We Tell with Ashley Cooper. Amen. I would straight up get LASIK. Like, because I am blind. I have 20-20 vision, so that's not really an issue. I'm 5'10", so there's that. You know what? Oh, sorry, that was a little weak. So, yeah, I um, I can't see past the end of my nose. And today I have my glasses on, which is really awful. <laughs> because my contacts were like, yo, we about to head out. And I was like, oh, okay. Which doesn't happen often because I wear 30 days, but I wear them for like, I don't know, four months or so. It's fine. It's probably a little long. I'm pretty sure that touch. there's a doctor who'll say that. I should touch long. It works. Yeah. But I can't see. Like. How does that feel? It's really weird. I really wish I could express it. Yeah. I don't. Imagine. Like if I did this with this work? No, it's not going to work. It? Like because you could still see. Yeah. Uh, imagine looking through like a frosted window, but all the time, 24 hours a day, would you feel like you were crazy? Well, I am, but, but would that make you crazy? I would think so. Like if I had to do this all the time, I don't know how I made it through kindergarten because I didn't get glasses till I was almost in the first grade. My parents said, I was just like, this is fine (laughs) because you didn't know any better. I would memorize. Like, no, the world's foggy. It's fine. I would memorize things because I couldn't see them. Yeah. 
So, like, I know you have eyeballs, but without my glasses, <laughs> on, it's just like you have areas where your eyes should be. Oh, it's that's really tragic. Sad. Like, there's no way I could make out your individual teeth from here. There's no way. Like, when you smile, I know that you have teeth. That's it, without my glasses. There's a white bar across her mouth. We're not sure what it is. <laughs> and the only reason I know that is because I can tell your lipstick around it. There's no, I cannot read your sweatshirt. Oh, right you guys. There. Like, I can't see. Kanisha's blind, guys. I'm dead serious. It's that's really so weird to me. To be blind? Yeah, yeah. My mom has 20 20 vision. I'm like, way to go, Cynthia. Yeah, I got 20 vision. I can hear 20 vision. Yeah. Yeah, twi- so. I can hear pretty well. It's all good. I can hear selectively. Well, that's another podcast, Listen. isn't it? Anywho, thank you so much <laughs> for coming through, throwing down these topics, eating some breakfast, having a field day. You are amazing. I love your face a whole bunch. Guys, Ashley Cooper is the owner of Peace, Love, and Egg Rolls Food Truck. She is out here making meals, making people happy, stepping out on faith, being an entrepreneur, being amazing. She's Slang a egg mom. Rolls. She's a wife. She's a ridiculously, amazingly gorgeous black woman. I'm for it, hands down. She apparently wants some adult friends, but she doesn't actually want to talk to you. Yeah, I don't want to talk. She actually probably doesn't want any more friends. So, you know, I'm just, just come by the egg rolls. Just wave. <laughs> buy the egg rolls and walk out you cannot come in um, she loves bacon and she loves love she probably loves you from a distance so make sure that you give me some times and dates on where this truck's gonna be feel free to link it to the page we wanna hear all about it you are doing a really great job friend thank you thank you Way the truck go. is rolling check uh, us out at peaceloveandeggrolls.com www.peaceloveandeggrolls.com so and A-N-D not the yes so and peace love and egg rolls uh, on Instagram, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Yeah. All the things that the kids are doing nowadays. Yeah. Um, I think that you're going to be ridiculously successful. Because I agree. To find it. I think you're great. I'm going to have to come try some of these egg rolls. Yes. Get the crew together. Bring we'll, the crew. We'll spend, everywhere we go, we spend way too much money. So I like it. Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you. We've got a whole lineup of podcasts ready to record. So get back into the swing of things. We'll be handing these out weekly. Hopefully this year I'll be able to stay on task and, you know, not have to put vinyl floors into a studio for a couple of months. So we'll get it together. I love you for listening. I hope you have a phenomenal day. And remember, when life gets you down, pour a little cheer up on your hands. Let's go. Yeah.